Welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV shows from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Craig Fay, And I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And this week on the podcast, we are tackling uh, the, uh, the the origin of a dynamo of a <laughs> series, uh, Police Academy. Police Academy! Yeah! <laughs> uh, the 80s were awful! Uh, yeah! <laughs> this is... Uh, there's going to be some subtlety in this episode of who we uh, talk about as the villains, I think. Oh, um, yeah, because some of these people are just straight up bad. Yes, They're absolutely. straight up bad people. They're very racist. They're uh, homophobic. Yeah. They're right. It's it's very bad. So so if you haven't watched the movie, um, ba- the basic premise is, is that they open up the police academy uh, that anybody can apply. Is and it that they open it, or I, I just thought the mayor made it uh, like opened up the rules for who could apply? Yeah, and, and yeah. they said they're no longer going to discriminate on race, mm-hmm. sex, which <laughs> they I continue believe, to do. So I can't uh, believe that you had to, but it's eighty four. Yeah, uh, education and <laughs> a physical ability, which I mean, there's there's a whole debate. Uh, on that that we could get into, but like, Oh dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Cause when I read that one, I was like, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah ed- you're going to need that though. Edu- yeah. The education and physical ability are the two ones where I'm like, well, these are essential. Mm. Yeah. That's They're how you essential. That's how you do that. Correct. Right? If you, if you can't run as a police officer, you either have to be a detective or not on the force. <laughs> exactly. So I think we can all agree that there's certain standards that should be set for, Police officers. Yeah. And um, Lieutenant Harris, who is the main villain of this, Mm -hmm. um, is sort of charged on making it as difficult as uh, possible in order to get these people out of the academy. Yes. That's it. And uh, that makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because when we open up the scene to where... uh, It's not the first scene that we open up on, because obviously we meet uh, Mahoney... um, well, the very first scene is uh, a Tackleberry uh, prowling around in the dark as a security guard. Oh, right. Yeah, okay, which yeah. we don't know who he is yet. So we we basically go through a bit of a montage of none of these people should be police officers. That's essentially <laughs> what we're watching unfold yes. as time goes on, where it's like, okay, this guy, um, this one guy, I'm like, okay, he gets his uh, like camera kiosk thing like <laughs> thrown over into the water by who I assume to be young adults or teenagers. You know what I mean? Like they're like 20. There's <laughs> Just like f- conne- causing random... Havoc, havoc for no for reason. some reason and then this guy's like well i'm gonna get back those guys i'm gonna become, become a, police a police officer which should never be the motivation for any police officer ever no the motivation should not be i lack control in my life and therefore i need to control others lives <laughs> uh that's madness that is that is not the person <laughs> no. you want in authority no and a lot of these characters are that Yes, they are. I don't have control in my life or I want guns or I want this or that. Nobody except for uh, essentially the I would say maybe except for the the people of color of this movie. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a, the the most redeemable characters are um, what's it? The tall man. Uh, high, high, high tower. High tower. <laughs> that's his, yeah, that's that, it, right? that's that's yeah. yeah. High tower and uh, the very quiet woman. Uh, um, who was uh, Hooks. 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 Yeah. Those are the two most qualified. I agree. <laughs> and reasonable individuals, because the only problem with the woman is that she's just me. You know what I mean? She's quiet. Yes. And that she needs to break out of that to become a good police officer. But that's but she a does. And yes. And she's good. You know what I mean? Like yes. her motivations are still good to be here. Um, same for Hightower. Everybody else is garbage. <laughs> yes. Like, Y'all are garbage. You shouldn't be here. Um, when they pull up on the police academy, when the, all of these people are uh, kind of coming in and being like, this is our opportunity. They've opened it up. We can finally get into this police academy. Um, 
none of those people like they look disorderly they don't care about rules like they're making scenes basically in the streets i'm like these i, I wouldn't hire uh, not a one of these people okay not because like oh you know that guy's got a bit of weight on him or this guy or whatever it's just like this is crazy because you guys don't seem organized as human beings as people okay yes. like you have a general disregard for the rules anyway yeah, and and there's definitely yeah large groups of people in this that you that you shouldn't be putting through and putting through as police officers. And one of Lieutenant Harris's big mistakes, I think, mm -hmm. is there's the two guys um, who uh, uh, what were their names again? It was uh, uh, Copeland and Blanks, who are supposed to be the ideal candidates, yeah. but are super racist. Um. You know yeah. I mean? Oh, those. Okay, those yeah. guys are bad guys. Those okay, are, like, yeah, those are bad guys, and and no redeemable qualities and, here, and should not be police officers either. No. Oh, no, 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 absolutely not, because there are two men that are specifically looking to fuck things up. Yes. How do we have more power? How do we? Yes. I don't know. Have that big, how do I piss all over everybody essentially? Yeah. And I'm going to be in charge and I'm going to push people around and it's, yeah, it's not a, those guys should not be cops either. As I said, the only, <laughs> I think the only people, yeah, Karen as well. Karen should be a cop. Yeah, but, okay. <laughs> and this is my only caveat with her is that, um, well, first of all, I didn't really like her as a character. It was never developed. Like she, uh, she, she oh, she's never. A nothing character, she, yeah. She's a nothing character. She was there to be a pair of tits. Um, yeah, and a love interest. They were like, "Hey, Steve don't wear a bra for this whole movie, please." And <laughs> there we were. There we were pretty much there. Yeah. Um, but what I didn't like about her is that I hate this narrative of. Um, I'm rich and I'm gonna like it was kind of the sense of like I'm rich and I can do whatever I want so I'm gonna go do this because it's different and it's gonna upset my parents and it's gonna upset my parents like that kind of idea because that's not especially in uh, professions where you will be uh, directly impacting people's lives you need to have a reason better than that yeah, yeah. I'm not saying she yeah. said I, I don't have any and huge the, problems yeah. with her, but like that that little scene pulling up of like her how they're explaining why she's there and she's the rich girl and whatever. I was just kind of like rolling my eyes because I'm like, you could actually probably do more if you just invested your wealth properly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, that's she true. could do more for society behind a desk. I, it, mm. I I get your point. Mm -hmm. I'm also going to say that there's there's something very admirable when you don't have to um, dedicate yourself to public service and you choose to. Yeah, but if she said it was for public service, I would have right. respected that decision. Yeah, like but that I, wasn't ever set. You know what I mean? True. Well, to your point, they don't develop her very well yeah. at all. Yeah. So it's just kind of like, oh, like it's just something that I I, I would like to do. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh wow, <laughs> I'm so invested. <laughs> yeah, like if if they made this movie today, which they yeah. never would. <laughs> no. Uh, which is there needs to be a scene in there where she says, I'm. The reason I want to do this is because I, I've been so lucky and I've gotten so much from this city and, you know, whatever city it is. And I really just feel like I need to give back. And I think that this is the best way that I can do that. Yeah. You know, and then you're like, oh, okay, you're a minor, you're yeah, but it's, minorly more flushed out. Yeah. But it, and it's like tense. Sometimes when I watch these 80s movies, I'm like, it would take 10 seconds to make this character better. Yeah. Like it's not even cuz sometimes I get it cuz you have time restraints, right? right? Like you 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 can only the movie can only be an hour and a half or 2 hours or whatever it's going right. to be, we right? Right, we got 12 named characters. Yeah, like we, we we've got to hit the punches, we got to make sure we're hitting punchlines and this is supposed to be a comedy and all this kind of stuff and it's like uh yeah, but it would only take like one sentence to make that person better exactly. and more interesting and get me more involved with in them. Like please just take the time. Yeah. Yeah, every character. Yeah, I would love to see uh, like a few more fleshed out characters, but you know we're not going to get that in an eighties comedy. No, no. <laughs> Trying to tackle uh, social issues. Yeah. Not in the not in the police academy movies. Yeah. Um, and uh, by the way, if you're not aware, I, I I stumbled across this fact, and this is unbelievable. So you're probably aware that there are a lot of police academy movies. No, actually. 
Okay. No, I had no idea. This is the first time this I've movie, ever watched this. This is the first time I've ever heard of it. Uh, really? Have, yes. This movie has six sequels. No. They made, I and look up the release date of This movie came out in 1984. This is Police Academy 1. Okay. They made a Police Academy movie every year from 1984 to 1989. One wow. a year. 84, <laughs> 85, 86, 87, 88, and 89. And then they did a, a seventh one in 94. Jesus Murphy. Yeah. And as uh. I think Steve Gutenberg was up into four. Like he did four. Yeah. He did four of them. Gee, every time I hear something like that, I'm like, why haven't I sold a movie yet? <laughs> <laughs> Right? Like, I could write Police Academy 9 or whatever the fuck. Maybe. Maybe you could. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, but, the, like, isn't that insane? That is, that is, that's far too many. That's far right. too many. And and the turnover of it, because it's, it's not even like you would necessarily wait and see how they did, but, like, it's like... Well, you would have had to already <laughs> been writing the next one. Yeah. <laughs> Like they th- probably have the next one written somewhere because whoever was writing all of them was like, ah, they're going to want one more. I they're bet. Want one. Yeah. I got better start now. Cause I just finished the last one. Yeah. Uh, that's I don't want to have to work over Christmas break. I don't uh, like it, Craig. I don't like it. Oh yeah. <laughs> the seven se- or six sequels this got, and they tried to reboot it. I think in 2010 oh. and it's in development hell apparently. Um, so who do you, so our, our main villain, is Lieutenant Harris. Yes. Who's uh who's the sort of the drill instructor. Very the, yelly. Yeah. But I would clock that he says the least offensive things in the movie compared to everyone above him. Yes. And let's dive into that. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Because that's, that's important. Because yeah. um the there's two men in the room, uh, two other men in the room when they're talking about this new uh, policy that's happening and how they have to accept more people. Now, they all agree in the room that this we've got to cut these guys out, which I think fundamentally is pretty agreeable. Okay. Yeah. On the stance that it's because they're overweight or because, you know what I mean? Like, not they will overweight, not pardon me, but they will not the be job. capable of doing this because there are some over, over technically overweight people who are quite fit, actually. Yeah. Um, so as long as you can physically, if, if you can't physically do this, you shouldn't be here, which ag- agreeable, right? But these two guys kind of dive off into a little conversation where it's like, yeah, well, they also have to be, I believe they say the right color. I want to say color. No, yeah, he the, the, his quote is yes, the right was, color. They were all the right height, weight, color, yeah. and all had Johnsons, which is to say they were all yes, men. they all had penises. So that it, it's important to make the distinction that Lieutenant Harris did not do say this, right? Yes, I am correct. He did not yeah. say that. He, he was did, in the room when the it room. was said, and he which he's is like, problematic yes, in its yes. own way. But but at no point do I think this guy really goes off the rails on any of the the areas that I would strongly disagree with where I'm like, okay, well, obviously you can't be racist, sexist, homophobic. Um, I do think they say the F word a few times. I want to say in this movie, mm-hmm. but sometimes I do. And again, take this however, but I, you do have to kind of give yourself that this is the eighties mindset of like, okay, this is super inappropriate, but people did throw that word around. So, I'm I'm gonna let this slide mentally for this one second, but I really still hate it. Like I'm yes. like, Ugh. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I kind of you kind of gotta gloss up a little bit of it because you're like, okay, this is a different time. Breathe. <laughs> like this isn't as a, it's still extremely offensive, mm-hmm. and I'm sure it was at the time, but n- not it wasn't socially as unacceptable. Yeah, even yeah, if it should have been. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you kind of gotta, uh, you gotta go. Okay, I don't, I don't like that, but uh, whatever. Uh, but yeah, so the two guys above him are evil. They're bad. They're well, bad men. Uh, not the two. The, the one guy, uh, Commandant Lassard, is mm. just he doesn't know anything. He's he. I don't think Lassard is evil. He's kind of like helping out the uh, the cadets sometimes. He's the clueless one, right? Yeah. But Who he gets the I, fucking blowjob at the... Oh! Uh, dude, there, I feel so bad. Not just for women. For men, too, in the 80s of, like, 
it's it seems so playful and socially except they're like oh isn't this funny this very sexual joke and i'm like that's not a joke it's assault like it's freaking yeah, me yeah, out yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's really freaking me out that you guys are just like glazing over like hey this is funny like there's a sex worker giving me a blowjob <laughs> but it's only assault if i if a man did it like, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like there's yeah, a yeah. weird switch happening here where I'm like, no, none of this should be okay uh, or agreeable or and like they end the movie on that joke. Yeah, too. Like, <laughs> that's oh. the note they end on. Oh. Like that's bad. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's bad. And, and, and like speaking of uh, a, a reboot or whatever, or, or this, that would actually be a, a pretty interesting movie to remake today because like think of it from the standpoint of um, hiring a diverse group of people yeah. uh, problems that we have right now with policing mm -hmm. and oh, yeah, community problems, relations yeah. and stuff like that. And I think there's probably pretty fertile ground in comedy to, to, to look at that and also have a, a pretty strong point because actually the, 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 the idea of this movie um and it's sort of its general conceit is like, these are people who wouldn't normally be on the police force, but they actually bring their, the, I don't think the movie knows that it's the smart, but this is the actual thing. Oh, it's saying, okay. right? Yeah. Where it goes actually a diverse, uh, a, a diverse group of voices and talents and stuff like that all contribute in ways that you can't possibly imagine. Like, like whether or not the movie realizes or not, they are making a very strong argument for diversity. Oh yes. Yeah. Well, uh, I do. Th no, I think that's a, a point they are aware of. Yeah. Because like we said off the top, the. Uh, yeah, like the most redeemable characters are not white people in this movie. Yeah. And I think that's written. That's obviously written purposefully. So I, I think there is definitely something to be said there. Um, there are um, obviously the women in this movie, even if they're not showcased very well and they're not like highlighted properly, yeah. they're still they're still functioning very well. They're bringing something to the team. Like um, there's one moment in the kidnap or not the kidnapping necessary. Well, I guess technically it is. Oh, at the very end where the yeah, riot. Yeah, like the host hostage situation. Yeah. That's what I want to call it. Uh, the hostage situation. There is one moment where it's like uh, Mahoney's supposed to be like saving. Um, uh, Karen, yeah. Karen. Uh, but that's the only moment where I really felt like I'm like, okay, this is this is fine. It's the eighties. Like yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Of course she has to be saved by a man. That's okay. <laughs> but they're still all functioning and doing their proper jobs. And they're not like these women aren't fucking up and everything. They're contributing members to this team. Yeah. And one of the, um, best, uh, like his, uh, Sergeant Callahan. Yeah. Yeah. She's phenomenal. Yeah, she's, right. She's she's uh, she's the best at what she does. Uh, she's great at fighting, uh, taking people down. Yeah. Hell yeah. I love that. Now, even though she was very much used as a sexual prop of this movie, I still like to see that uh, these women have power and she did have power uh, and she did have confidence, which actually becomes a bit of a problem. Uh, because she uses her authority to sleep with one of the cadets. Oh yeah. Yeah. The womanizer, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. yeah. George Martin, who is pretending to be Spanish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so immediately that guy is off the force, right? Like you can't pretend to have, a, you can't pretend to be Spanish no, be like right, you can't. Well, I, I I doubt that's written anywhere, but uh, in those well, like, words, it's but pretty, yes, it's a pretty deceptive. Oh, of course, and, yeah. Uh, For yeah. somebody who's supposed to be in charge of the law, right? And that's what it I doesn't think speak you really... well to somebody's character that they would actively deceive people like that for their own own ends you know what i mean yeah well and i think the thing that's uh really shocking about this movie is you you don't see that big of an improvement of morality within these people you know yeah. what i mean like i don't feel a big switch of like 
oh, these guys are good now. Like, I really trust that guy with a gun. Like, I just... Yeah, Tackleberry yeah. is still a psychopath. <laughs> yeah, like, like, who wouldn't give these people weapons? Yeah. Well, and, like, to their point, so Lieutenant Harris, when they're doing the firing range stuff, mm. it's like they're all shooting, like, service pistols, as you, as you would. Yeah. And then Tackleberry comes out with, like, I don't know, like a desert eagle or something like that. And he blows, like it's a hand cannon and he blows away the target. And Harris is just like, hey, where did you get that? Yes. And he goes, I brought it from home. And he goes, okay, I'm going to take this. Mm-hmm. And which is smart. And Good just job, Harris. don't bring guns, to, like don't bring your own guns to like, Training, you know, like what? Yeah, like so much of this movie. Now, like Harris is a dick. Okay, let's not say he's not a dick. He's a bit of a dick. Okay, yeah. but he is being a dick on purpose. Okay, it is a thoughtful dickfulness where he's like, I'm trying to push these people out of here. Like even when they start, he's like, We are the meanest instructors here. We are not going to make this easy on you. Okay, giving fair warning of like, I am. I'm going to try and get you to drop out essentially, which was yeah. his purpose and a correct purpose. Yeah. Uh, as long as we, <laughs> as long as in his mind, a few of these it's categories are pushed aside. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. Cause again, police officers should have these things. Um, but it's just him going through the movie saying very reasonable things of like, yeah, like, don't, I'm going to have to take this gun away from you. Please don't do that. Um, <laughs> I am trying to get you kicked out, Mahoney, because you don't want to be here. Yeah, I'm going to get you in trouble for bringing hookers into the, yeah. the dormitories or whatever. Yeah, and uh, he's, <laughs> oh, man, like, yeah, it's, uh, he's he's got some, um, he's got some tough things because I oh yeah here's what I wanted to say is Harris is put in a very very difficult situation with Mahoney Mm -hmm. which is Mahoney is there because he either goes to the police academy or goes to jail which should never be that's never that's that should never be that's uh, never the thing you know (laughs) I can see I can see merit in you need to learn discipline and you need to learn how to listen to other people and not fly but but then Harris is put in the position where uh, Mahoney can't quit mm-hmm. or he goes to jail. And uh, at the same time, he's been told you can't kick anybody out because we, we need everyone to quit themselves. Yeah. So, so Harris has been put in the position where he can't kick anybody out and people can't quit. Oh, yes. Yeah, it a, is it's an the un- worst. Yeah. And and to his credit, he tries to resolve that in a pretty, um, pretty decent way, which he just goes, "Let me call the guy who set this up, mm-hmm. and we're going to explain to him what's going on here." Yes, that I can't, I can't fire you, and you can't quit, and how this does not work. Like you can't. That de- won't work in any situation. Yeah, we don't want you to default into being a police officer. You know what I mean? Oh. <laughs> Fuck no. (laughs) I also, this is another movie trope that really bothers me is the idea that if somebody's parent was good at something that they, their, uh, their son or daughter will automatically be a natural at it and that they should be doing that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause Mahoney's dad was a cop. Exactly. And that's why he's pushing him to do this. At no point would I look at a guy in the eyes that had just crashed a car, okay, caused major pro- like damage. Not only to the car of the asshole. But the car of people around that were fine and nice, I'm sure. Yeah, he just uh, drives a car into... Yeah, and that's supposed to be like, ooh, look at this rebel. And I'm like, look at this asshole is that a guy you want to give a gun to no i don't think so craig (laughs) a guy who gets insulted by a dude being a little short with him and therefore causes thousands of dollars in property damage yeah yeah, yeah. let's put let's put that guy in charge of the streets yeah shall we i'm sure nobody's ever going to talk back to him yeah yeah yeah. because everybody's super nice to police officers yeah (laughs) Yeah, that that should be a disqualification right there. Absolutely, dude. You can't be doing this shit. Yeah. <laughs> this is the most underqualified group of people I've ever fucking seen. 
Harris should should and does do everything he can to get these people kicked out, and not a single one of them suffers any consequences. Yeah, and well, and the only th- this is the thing that really bothered me, uh, which was the only time anybody does suffer a consequence. It is um, so when uh, Hooks is doing the driving test, and she comes up and she r- drives over. Um, Cal, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, one of the uh, yeah, Copeland's. Oh, foot, yeah, foot. And he basically calls her a racial slur. Oh yeah, loses and his fucking mind. Yeah. yeah, and uh, high tower. High tower. Much to his credit, goes down and flips a car. Flips a car <laughs> with him inside it. And <clears throat> I'm not saying that that is. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not the appropriate response. I don't know if it's a. Here's the thing. I think it. <laughs> Hightower. I, I'm not even going to weigh in on whether that's an appropriate response for that. But like Hightower uh, and Hooks are the victim in that situation. Oh, of course they are. Yeah. yeah, they are. And Hightower is the one that gets punished. Yes. And that we don't see, and we don't see any consequences on the other side of that. Exactly. Because so like he does get been flipped out. over in a car, but like that's not. Copeland should have been out. It should have been racial slur was used against a fellow. Uh, yes. Uh, Goodbye. Academy. Mm-hmm. We do not need people like you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think even Harris, to his credit, tries and s- to stop Hightower. Yeah. Like he goes, no, no, no. Like he tries to get in his way and goes like, D- don't do this. Yeah. And Hightower just kind of d- does it anyway. So like, I'm not saying Hightower shouldn't have disciplinary action brought against him mm. for... Literally flipping a police cruiser with someone else inside it. But like, let's reevaluate the environment that we're creating here where that that sort of thing was allowed to happen, right? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. I, I, I can't speak to that. You know what I mean? Because like, I'm like, I don't know what a reasonable reaction to that is. It is there. There must be a reaction. Yeah, absolutely. Something must occur here. Yeah. Um, please destroy this human being, but yeah, that like, guy should be it. Yeah. If yeah. I mean, like you, you know, or issuing formal complaints and I realize there's also a problem with institutionalized racism and all the rest and you know, oh, yeah. all, all that sort of thing. But, um, yeah, this, uh, this whole movie is an eighties nightmare. Yeah. A little bit. A every little time bit. I watch, every time we do an eighties movie on this podcast, comedies, I'm like, yeah. I'm so glad I wasn't alive. <laughs> When any of this happened. It's funny how much the morals have changed and shifted. Uh, just because, like, you know, you don't think about how much things change in your lifetime mm. necessarily. But then you go back and you look at these and you're like, oh, right. That yeah. was that was what was socially acceptable there. And, and now that wouldn't lie. Even, uh, you know, honestly, some of the ones that we do from the early 2000s. Oh, you go, yeah. Like, like dodgeball and shit. Yeah, you know, yeah, you're yeah. like, oh, different time. Di- yeah, it was <laughs> different a weirdly time. different time. Oh, and um, it just makes see, I get squirmy in my seat every time I'm watching one of these movies because I'm like, it, it's not even that it was. Cre- well, it is a to a degree that it was created. But sometimes it's because I can remember laughing at it. Yeah. And it kind of hurts me a little bit where I'm like, oh, I can't believe I thought that this was funny and it bums me out a bit. You know what I mean? But I am at the same time also glad I'm no longer that person. Right. And you grow and stuff. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Absolutely. But it's, sometimes it's hard. You know what I mean? When you remember, you're like, oh, I used to think that was so funny. And that's disgusting that I thought that that was funny. And comedy is very time and place, right? Oh, yeah. It's, it's unfortunate, but. Like Eddie Murphy's Raw, for example, oh, is see, I never, painful. I never watched but that. But that was peak yes. comedy in that. And, you know, I yeah, some of the stuff that he was saying, especially about like AIDS and things like that, you go like, oh. Well, that's the thing about that special particularly yeah. because I've had, it's one of those things, uh, if you're in comedy circles, there's certain specials and people that are talked about and quite a bit up as, a, as like the standard or um, the influence for a lot of people. And that's one of them. And I tried to force myself to, when I first started doing comedy, I tried to force myself to watch it, I think four separate times. And I couldn't, I could not get through the first like 10 minutes of it. Yeah. And I kept trying and I kept trying to put myself in a different mindset. I'm like, okay, remember that this is a different time. And I just couldn't do it. 
Yeah, and 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 I get that, and but also in that special, there's some pretty artfully done like storytelling where he's talking about like his uncle, and, like you know, like, there's some ice it. cream bit or something. I don't know. Yeah, like, it's it's all you know, and uh, so like you're like, oh, okay, I see what's up, mm. but like there's just these glaring things, and plus um, he front loads it. Yeah. So it's like it's all of the worst stuff is at the it's front, front. Ha- so you can never get to the other things because yeah, 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 yeah. you're like, ah. Oh. But uh, and the 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 the, th- the one scene in this that really struck that chord with me was when uh, Copeland and Blanks mm. are sent to uh, uh, get into the party and basically basically infiltrate the the party and like oh, get people like, and they send them to a gay bar. They send them to the, the, yeah. the, the so. Well, you know right away that there's a misdirect that they are not being sent to the party. Yes. Um, and as I was watching this, I go, there's one of two ways that this plays out and neither of them, am I, I'm not going to like either of them. Mm. I think they picked the worst of the two. Um, yeah. So, so one was like, you were sending you to a, an all black bar, right? Which uh. at least, Which at least in that sense would have been um, you are a racist and we're sending you to a place where you're uncomfortable. Mm. But it then would also play into the, the trope of black people are scary. Which is, yeah. Which is not... Not the case. Not and the also, case and not productive and not a, a thing that you want to reinforce. Yes. And instead what they did, and already said, or this is going, they're going to send them to a gay bar. Yeah. Because like those were the two panic buttons I feel like peop, like this movie was pressing. Mm-hmm. And they went to the gay bar. And I must admit... It was less offensive than I thought it was going to be. Whereas basically they just get stuck there and end up dancing all night. Yeah. But it's, it's hard like, when that's the punchline though. It is. Yeah. It is. And that they're scared of these men and they have to stay there all night because, you know, it's a leather bar, uh, which is, yeah, I don't know. And, and I was just like, ah, I didn't like that. Yeah, this uh, watching most of this movie is kind of like that for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just yeah, every yeah. scene, there's another thing where I go, ah, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. But yeah, Harris wanting to um, get people like, like the idea of this guy is a bad man because he's making them run is hilarious to me. It's like, yes, of, of course, you, you all should be running all of the time. This is your training. But some of the ways that it's like uh, filmed or framed, it's like, look at this military guy, like running us down. What is this? And it's like, no, you 100% have to be able to run. Like this is very, this is probably the number one thing you should be able to do uh, that and not shoot innocent people. If you, if (laughs) it could be those two. (laughs) Yeah. If that was those two for every police officer on the planet, we'd be living in a much better place. I got to assure you of that. But yeah, this whole movie. And then you've got to contrast it with how fucking shitty Mahoney is. He's a dick. He's an absolute dick. The first thing he does is start hitting on the first woman he sees and pretending to be a in fucking charge. lieutenant. Yeah, that's how you use your pretend... Uh, Authority. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. You're making a great point. Great. Okay, so that's even in this pretend scenario. What happens when you get a badge, man? I don't want that guy with a badge. Ew. Yeah, I was like, just like, hey, show me your thighs. And like, Ew. oh yeah, the thigh thing freaked me. The, out. Th- the thigh thing was grosser than if he had said tit somehow. I don't know why. Yeah, I think. Like it's, I don't know why either, but I had the exact same feeling. There's something about it where I think it's just it's because it's uh, more uh, there. Sex is more implied. If that makes any sense. Mm, yeah, I guess because I, like seeing, I think seeing a woman and you say, "Oh, like she's got nice tits." Like if you saw a woman, Craig, okay, and you said like, to me, "Oh, she's got nice tits," I would say that's pretty <laughs> out of character, but. <laughs> Let's live in this pretend scenario for hey, a second. Hey, Rebecca, <laughs> look over there. That girl's got nice tits. No, first of all, I would like to say if there is a woman in the vicinity that has nice tits, I already know about it. Okay, fair okay You don't have to let me know. I've already clocked it. I've already locked it. Okay. But it's, it's more of a common thing to notice yeah. about a woman. Whereas if you say something about a woman's thighs, I feel like you've paid too much attention to her. Yeah, and you know what the other part of that is? It's like, it's not legs. 
it's, it's yeah, more it's specific than to legs. your upper leg. It right. is like close to, uh, you know, the JJ. Yeah. Like if you'd be like, show me those legs, you'd been like, like gross, yeah. but also just like, oh, maybe you're, you know, like, you know, it's, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Like it legs are gross. somehow less, less sexual than thighs, which is somehow more sexual than breasts. I don't understand how I feel this way, but but I do. Yeah, so he should not have a gun or a badge or have Mm. any sort of authority over anybody at any point because he's clearly demonstrated that he will abuse it. Um, Yeah, everybody here is here for the motivation of controlling people outside of their lives. Yes. You know what I mean? Except for Mahoney, who's just there to whatever, fuck around and not be in jail. But the the implication of like, oh, look at him come up so quickly and so fast of like, oh, he's uh, all of a sudden it's fine now because we went into this big like shootout hostage situation. And I'm like, well, no, but he still I feel still feel like he hasn't learned anything. None of this guy still shouldn't be a police officer. All of this is still wrong. No. And we can probably see how it goes wrong in Police Academy 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, <laughs> and 7. Couldn't pay me enough money, Craig, to watch, <laughs> to watch those. That would be a one-at-a-time situation. Yeah. And uh, another reason why uh, these people shouldn't work is uh, specifically Copeland and Blanks, they're the guys who lose their guns. Yeah. They're they're antagonizing like other people behind a fence and realize that uh th- all of a sudden there's not a fence there mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. the guy just like looks at the mean and grabs their guns and they run away. Yeah. Like like how would you not get dis- how would you not get disciplined and thrown out of the police academy for losing I would assume losing your gun which resulted in a actual police officer, Lieutenant Harris, being taken as a hostage yes. during a riot, I can't imagine how that would not require some sort of disciplinary hearing. Oh, yeah. You they know? really breeze over a lot of the important parts. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Where it's like, yeah, you're, if, if any of these guys, because it's an academy, right? I'm sure you're being graded. Um, I F's all around, team. <laughs> yeah. F's all around, okay? Yeah, aside from uh yeah, aside from the characters that we've already touched on. It's uh High Tower and Cook. Yes, that's it. That's it. Hooks, sorry, hooks. Hooks, yeah. Hooks, hooks, High Tower hooks. hooks. Uh Sex in the City and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Everyone else Everybody right else. out. Yeah. Fuck right it. Out. This is a this is an absolute nightmare for so many people. I don't want any of these people policing my town. Yeah. Um a- another point I wanted to, to hit on is just how bad the police and uh, public relationship must be in this city because um, the riot at the end starts because someone throws an apple out of a door, out of a car window, right? Oh, and it yeah. hits a guy, and then that oh, starts yeah, a brawl. Oh, yeah, there's like this whole... And then they're just like, let's riot. And yeah. I'm like, a riot should not... Like, that is a, a very desperate and... Okay, unhappy I, populace. You know what well, I mean? Well, yeah, but I think that I I believe that was one part that I did really buy into because uh, the, I believe the setting is supposed to be we've opened it up because we need so much more help for the community because mm-hmm. like people are getting out of control. So that's originally I think why they opened oh, up okay. so they could um, so they could get more recruits because they are having problems already in their society. Yeah. So I did buy into there being a riot. I was yeah. like, okay, yeah, I could get on board with this. These people are uh, very, <laughs> very upset. And that's what I mean, right? It's clear there's been a history of bad policing yeah. in this community. And uh, yeah, I'm not sure giving somebody like Mahoney authority is necessarily going to to change that. No, uh, what I did write down, I just made a small note here because I thought this was actually really funny when uh, Hooks is, uh, they're trying to train her to... Uh, be loud. To, to be loud and like, what do you say if you like catch a robber, right? And she says, uh, don't move, this is a sticker. <laughs> and I'm like, I actually think that would be a great thing to yell. Yeah. Uh, that would stop somebody in their fucking tracks. And I actually think that when she yelled that, I was like, 
And then she got in trouble and I was like, oh, yo, though, I think that works. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that I seems would, like a reasonable thing to yell. Yeah, there's a, there's a slight course correction that we can make oh, there. Oh, of course. But, but we're, like, we're an academy. <laughs> this is learning. Yeah, that killed me. I was like, if a police officer yelled that at this me, I'd feel yeah, Praise, eh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> the other thing I, I, I desperately need to point out, and I think I mentioned in our Scott Pilgrim episode, this is filmed in Toronto. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is this is so the uh, the second the the lot that Mahoney uh, wrecks that car. Yeah, you can see Roy Thompson Hall and St Andrew's Church. It's it's literally oh. at the. It's literally we found the exact intersection. I think it's Wellington and uh, Simcoe. Whoa! Uh, yeah, yeah. Toronto, and, baby. And here's the craziest part: is the police academy is Humber College Lakeshore Campus, where I went to school. Ah. <laughs> I, I literally studied comedy in one of the buildings that they were using as the, the, uh, police, academy. the police academy. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I, I used to go to the lake and write on that rock. Like I, Whoa. Yeah, 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 where they have That's like real the beach specific. party. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was recognizing certain trees. I was like, that tree's gotten bigger since the 80s, but that's still there. Yeah. Like it was, it was, un, I could not, stop paying attention to all these things. Um, the rooftop shootout scene, mm. uh, Liberty Village. Um, oh, hot damn. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the toy, toy company lofts or something like that. Anyway. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's, it's very, very Toronto and it bothered me so much. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. Okay. I don't know how we haven't talked about the scene with the horse. <laughs> 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 I don't know how I've missed this, okay, but I yeah, was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have just led with it. I think yeah, definitely because there's this one scene where uh, where uh, Lieutenant Harris is uh, trying to uh, gain on some. Uh, what is he trying to get I over to? Oh, there's so there's like a big traffic accident essentially, and there's a lot of things happening because uh, Hooks is kind of uh, kind of. Oh, she can't give directions. Yeah, she's like yeah, she's, she's, not, a, she's not loud enough. Like she doesn't have the, uh, you know what I mean. Like she doesn't have the will of authority here. Yeah. Um. So he's got to kind of speed up to see what the hell is going on up there, and it is. And then, like, <laughs> I, I guess the implication is that he gets on a motorcycle and he drives towards it, and yes. someone opens their door. He yeah, flies he off. Flies the over it. And his head goes in a horse's ass. I think that's the implication. Because and then Mahoney's first line is somebody call a veterinarian. <laughs> well, and yeah, legit. Oh, see, for me, I was like, okay, that's it's now clear to me that you care more about the horse than you oh, do that man. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. that's the implication yeah, of that. Fair right? enough. Like, I guess I went. The, you're right. That is the. I guess I went the logical route where I was like. Uh, yeah, probably a vet would be the best person to get a uh, head out of a horse's ass. I don't know. Well, yeah, and like, honestly, okay, so at a, at a moment, uh, Harris gives Mahoney this speech where he goes, uh, you're bad for morale, Mahoney. He's like, you're getting in the way of me hiring some good cops. Mm-hmm. Valid. <laughs> Very valid. Valid statement, man. Because, like, at no point does he see... Because he does... He gets into other people's ways as well. You know what I mean? Like, he's disruptive. He's not... He He's mouthing off. It's just kind of like, if this guy... I, I think the problem is, is that I don't respect that this man just can't go through this. You know what I mean? Oh, like, if he just kind of, like, shut up and took it and took the tests. And... Yeah, like, had a real conversation with this guy. said, listen, I don't want to be here. You don't want me here. I am going to go through the general motions of this just to be done, and I promise at the end, if I pass, I will not be a police officer. Great. Boom. Done, done here. Done, sir. Yeah, we Look. have come to an agreement, but because my ego won't let me take anything lying down. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh... <laughs> It just seems so weird to me that this guy is so like we're supposed to like him because you know he he smiles and he's like oh look at me I'm a I'm a, it's like he has this essence of like look at me I'm a rascal yeah and I'm like well you can't be a rascal if you're thirty 
Like, I just, <laughs> I'm sorry. You know what I mean? This might be okay if you were 18. I'd be like, oh, look at this guy, like, rebelling or something. But that is not this guy's general attitude. And I never find it charming or impressive as when an old man is like, oh, well, not that he's that old, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, just this idea of like, oh, look at me, I gotta fuck around. And it's like, okay, well, you're surrounded by adults that are actually trying to achieve something right now. That's the big problem. And, yeah. And like, what the fuck, dude? Although at one point he's... You're the class <laughs> clown amongst adults. Yeah. That ain't a good look. What I like though is there's one actually really chill- he shares with not a Lieutenant Harris, but uh, his boss. Um, uh, Lassard, yeah. Yeah, Lassard. He goes, uh, he goes, I'm trapped here. And Lassard just looks at me and he goes, why, yes, we all are. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, if that's a guy who doesn't fucking like his job, I've just, yeah. like, that has so been my attitude for every job I've ever had. We're all trapped I'm here? I'm like, we're all trapped here. here. This yeah. is, the, we're, doing, there is. we're doing time. Okay. Yeah. I've we done, put in our hours. Yeah. I've done time at Zellers. You know what I mean? Yep. I've done time at Red Lobster. Okay. This <laughs> is, it's time. Yeah. This, yeah. uh, this is not okay. This movie also had a couple of uh, great, you know, grade A 80s movies, classics, where like, A, um, if you have boobs in this movie, they're either triangle or you're not wearing a bra, <laughs> okay. which I'm always, always impressed by. Anytime I see those bras, like, I know you don't have tits, Craig, but try try and think about it. It is the weirdest thing to see because I'm like, I don't even think... And maybe it's just my tits, but like, I'm like, I don't even think that's a natural form. Oh, like the really pointy, the really pointy ones where I'm like, I don't even think, no, that can't be comfortable. (laughs) I I can't imagine it is either. It blows my mind every time I see them. Like like, in a movie. Yeah. That's kind of like the style, right? Yeah. But it's just like, you're either Madonna or you're a hippie. And it's like, there's, yeah, yeah. There's nothing in between. There's absolutely nothing in between. And I would say they have this one trope where it's in every movie if there's anything that has military training, police training, um, any sort of training at all, there will be a woman that cannot get over this wall at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. And boy, howdy, will she, she be able to get over it by the end? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they have that. That was Hooks. and uh, Hooks, that's ev- but that's every movie, Craig. If I mean, there's it's, a, if there's it's a, a literal in the metaphor. 80s, <laughs> it's fun. It is. It is. Uh, it's been yeah, done. <laughs> it's been done. We're done. The other thing that uh, this movie has, which is another big 80s thing, it's like the girls shower and like Mahoney's just like standing out there drinking beer watching them. I'm like, first of all, why do you not have curtains curtains <laughs> on the basement shower that's open? It to was the- so open. It, it was, it was so open. Yeah. Like it was like they made absolutely no effort. <laughs> yeah. Nobody made any effort. They're like, there won't be uh, another person walking by outside these buildings where there's a sidewalk. Yeah. There just won't be. There <laughs> it's more, impossible. Why would we need to shut that? Like I would never go into a basement shower, look around and be like, Oh, look at that huge window there at eye level and be like, yeah, but I bet no one's going to look in at night when it's lit up from inside. You know what I mean? Like, absolutely. Like walking by would be almost impossible not to look in. Oh Yeah. Yeah, like, like, you wouldn't, even, <laughs> wouldn't even be your intention. You're like, yeah. oh, shit. It was like, is there light? Oh, my God. People are naked in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that, that's like that, that the, like peeping Tom uh, um, trope is a bit of a, a gross uh, trope in a lot of these movies, right? It was the uh, same thing yeah. with like Revenge of the Nerds. And but that like, is something that I still feel like is alive and well today. Like I read. You think so? Um I read, I was reading, I, I love reading like advice columns and stuff like that, uh, or like Reddit, you know, things or whatever. Yeah. Like I'll just, you know what I mean? It's kind of like reading a, it's kind of like reading a Cosmo for free where you're like, ah, okay, these are other people's problems. Maybe they're similar to my problems. I don't know. Or maybe this problem will be so interesting that I'm going to, I'm going to feel better about myself because I don't have this problem or I've, my problems aren't that bad. Yeah. And I've read a couple where there's been an, there's been like instances where it's like the fa- like a, a father will catch his son. Um, like say, like there was one specifically that I was reading about that, uh, this, this father caught his son peeping in on, um, his, his, uh, older neighbor that would, uh, she would sunbathe in her backyard. She had fences and everything up, but they, him and his friends would go on the roof of their house to watch her. And and they kept telling their parents that were, Oh, we're just playing military. Like we're just playing or whatever. Right. But they were trying to watch this girl. Right. Um, and his attitude was, 
well, boys will be boys. Well, that's not. And I'm like, well, first of all, the second that falls out of your mouth, you're done here. Like, this is not a viable argument at all. Um, And he was actually so shocked that he that the mother uh, thought that he should be punished and that other people thought that he should have some repercussions for this. And he thought it was actually crazy to punish his child for peeping in on their neighbor. Yeah. And I'm not I wouldn't say, you know, that that. I'm not saying that doesn't happen. I'm not saying throw the book at them, but like there, there has to be for sure. There's (laughs) that that needs to be punished. My point was is that like it was framed more in these '80s movies of like Peeping Tom being this harmless thing that boys will do. Mm -hmm. So what I'm saying is like that attitude has clearly held over. Yeah, but like I don't think we as a society look at it that way of just like, hmm, well, boys are going to try and look at the girl, drill a hole in the girl's change room. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but all this to say, I, I'm going to counter it in the other way. Uh, because I, like I, like I said, I watch Bob's burgers all the time. And some of the jokes are that Tina has been trying to peep in on, uh, boys in the change rooms. And I've actually never clocked that. I found that really disturbing. And I'm like, oh, I have a double standard in my mind here because yeah. that's a that's a girl. Well, and, uh, but and also because the, of an age. Um, yes, certainly. I think once you start getting past a certain age, you're like, well, this is incredibly inappropriate because it becomes less curious and more sexual. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Like, uh, let's not let's not you know get too technical here. But <laughs> no one no one blames the desire. No, oh, right, no, like, no, yeah, no, but no. like one has to punish the actions. Yes. Right? It's not like I'm just I'm just a kid and I've got hormones running through me. I want to see see somebody naked because I have this weird biological drive to do that. Yeah. But Oh, poor boy. As as a as a society and as yeah. a thinking, feeling human being, you need need to be able to temper your behavior that way. But like, we don't see that as like this, like 12 year old kid just being like, Oh my God, like there's a window open that I can see girls changing. This is like a 30 year old man coming by and being like drinking a beer and leaning. Yeah. It's so gross. Yeah. 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 It's very, very gross. And, uh, yeah, a lot of the characters in this movie are not redeemable. Books and high tower. tower. That's it. Hooks and high tower. And baby. Karen. And, and Karen. Karen. Yeah. 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 We yeah. keep forgetting Karen because she is she's the least in it developed. so little. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's also in it for like probably if you added all of her scenes together. If you added all of her scenes together, she's probably in that movie for ten minutes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's where I, I was. Whereas yeah, I would uh, say Hooks probably double that amount of time. Uh. Yeah. 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 There you go. But Hooks was a funnier and more interesting character, so I, that makes I sense. I agree. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. I well. think yeah, and I think uh, I think that's all I got to say about that. All right, sweet. So uh, time for our definitive rankings oh, of yeah. how good the villain was. Uh, I did like a a, a very generic uh, like punishment scale essentially. Okay, like sure, a, sure, sure. Like from uh, getting out on bail to life in prison, I give him. You have the right to remain silent. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, 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 I like that. Not everything he says is on the up and up. I'm like, eh. but you know what? Not that bad either. Yeah. Uh, nice. I did mine. Uh, I did mine on the stone cutter scale. What? Uh, so on the uh, on the scale of holding back the electric car to making Steve Gutenberg a star, uh, I gave this a solid uh, keeping the Martians under wraps because uh, it's uh, dangerous to expose the public to these people. <laughs> <laughs> Bad things are going to happen. So Steve Gutenberg, obviously the star of this movie. Uh, <laughs> in case you didn't clock that. Mm. Uh, but before we get to our heroes and villains of the week, a couple ways you can help the podcast. Oh, yeah. Please uh, like and subscribe on iTunes. Uh, if you leave us a review, that would be absolutely wonderful. Uh, we also, you can follow us at VWR Podcast on Twitter. Uh, we also have a Gmail account that is villain. The villain was right at gmail.com. Yeah, just villain was right at gmail.com. Yeah, villain. Villain, villain was, was right. right at gmail.com. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm definitely the one that's managing yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's all good. <laughs> send us your suggestions and whatnot. Um, and also, if you want to help us out uh, a little more, maybe financially, uh, we do now have our Patreon. So Yeah, girl. Y- you Get can, it, girl. Yeah. Uh, head on over to uh, patreon.com slash villain was right. Um, 
and uh, and look us up. And then we got various tiers. We got bonus episodes uh, this month. We are doing uh, uh, we are doing a Frisky Dingo and the first Austin Powers movie. So if you want to hear us talk about that, you can uh, sign up for that level, and you'll get uh, our back catalog as well, and a whole bunch of other stuff where you can get to vote on um, pr- uh, future episodes, audience choice, uh, which actually we will be doing our first audience choice. Uh, next week. Oh, hell yeah. yeah first yeah, yeah, audience yeah. choice. First audience choice. The result of the first poll. Uh, so if you want to be a part of that, um, you know, so head on over to Patreon and uh, sign up and help us out. Very nice. It's very exciting. Yeah, it's very exciting. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it for uh, that. So who do you got this week, uh, Craig, for hero, villain? What do we talk about? Uh, so for me, I have uh, I have a hero. Oh, I'm nice. A pretty, li- pretty light hero. Okay. Well, I'm just going to rant about how much I don't like the police. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Dude, there's been like a, a rash. Of, like uh, this has been popping up a lot in Toronto right now. That we have a really big carding problem. Oh, really? Yeah, we're starting to have a really big carding problem again where police officers are running around uh, asking for ID from people and some very specific people, obviously. Uh, this is not uh, this is not savory. This is not this is no bueno. We do not like this. This is uh, absolutely insane. I can't I think my thing is is that I just don't understand when somebody decided that it went from to serve and protect to to serve and protect rich people. Because mm. at a moment it feels like certain things are completely swept under the rug and they just don't really give a shit about it. Uh, I've had multiple instances where, like, I, I'll give you two real examples. I uh, I used to work at a da- like a pretty dangerous bar downtown. Like it was it was not on the up and up. Like some people got shot like literally steps away from it. It oh, was shit. like crazy, right? Um, and there was a guy there that was, uh, drinking, he had no shirt on and he was wandering around the streets, drinking a full bottle of vodka, screaming racial slurs at people, um, losing his mind. He was like throwing things. He got into someone's car. Um, like there were several things like this happening, right? I'm watching this all unfold. And somebody says, you should call the police. And I was like, listen, I was like, I, I will call the police. If you really insist, I was like, I will absolutely call the police but I can almost fucking guarantee you they're not coming. And he's like, no, they're coming. They're coming. And I was like, I promise you, I promise. I was like, they're not going to show up. He goes, no, nah, no, nah, they're going to call them, call them, please. Like, this is, this is a scene. And I'm like, okay, yes, absolutely. And I call them and they're like, okay, well, what's he doing? And I'm describing what he's doing. And he is like getting aggressive and violent towards people. And they're like, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll send somebody over. Um, and I get a call one hour later saying, um, yeah, so is he still there? no of course not Not. because a crazy person migrates okay they never stay in one location really um and then secondarily another it it happened again to me i was working at mind you a much nicer bar so i'm working at this much nicer bar it's in the middle of the day there's a guy again outside screaming racial slurs again um and somebody like again you know one of these very proper women in the well we we simply cannot have that you must call the police immediately and I looked at her again. I gave her the same speech. I was like, I can call them for you, but they're not coming. And she could not wrap her head around that happening. She was like, no, of course they're coming. I was like, I will bet you anything. She's like, no, we're not going to. They're coming. Of course they're coming. I call them. Well, uh, it, it, are they being violent? No, not really. Like they're getting aggressive. They're getting in people's faces, but they haven't thrown anything. They haven't thrown a punch, anything. Okay. Yeah. We're not coming for that. Yeah. Okay. And then again, call one hour later. Hey, is that guy still there? Is everything okay? Yeah. Thanks, guys, for the follow up. Really appreciate yeah. it. Couldn't you even just drive by. Fucking with a, assholes. Drive by with a cruiser okay. or something. But again, now I'm not going to blame all police. I I have friends that are police officers. Okay, yeah. I will say that. Like, I'm not. I'm not like. Oh my god, all of these people are so evil and all this kind of stuff. It is just. I feel like completely mismanaged. It, we're not going in a good direction. And it keeps getting more and more separate from society. Like I want, I'll give you one last example of yeah. something that really irked me. I was watching, this is going to sound insane, but I was watching like a home improvement show Sure. where this guy was talking, this guy was a police officer and this uh, contractor had ripped him off. Right. So the whole show is about like, we come in and we fix it yeah, and we do it for you, free yeah. and whatever. Right. And this guy went on like a two minute speech about how, He was like, you don't think it's going to happen to you. And he's like, and I especially didn't think it would ever happen to me. 
a police officer. Like, it, I'm the person that this should never happen to. And da 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 And he kind of went into a thing. And I was like, oh, yeah, there is a class of police officer that doesn't think they're part of society anymore. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck you. Wow. <laughs> anyway, sorry, this is kind of damn, but yeah, I, like, yeah, just yeah. watching this movie just got me all pissed off again. No, fair enough. <laughs> that's all good. Uh, sorry, so that's why I started. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so hopefully, get, <laughs> let's, let's bring it back up a little bit. Uh, so I got a hero uh, this week, and uh, my hero this week is my old couch. Uh <laughs> Uh, Kat, Kat, and I, Kat and I got a new couch and uh, the old couch is a, is a good one. You know, I got it like 10 years ago for $500, you know, so it's it's put in its its time. It was a little worse for wear, but like, you know, I had some good times. I ate a lot of pizza on that couch. I had a lot of naps on that couch, you know, hooked up a little yeah. bit on that couch. You know what I mean? And uh, it's it a little worse for wear. And so we, we pulled the trigger and we got a nice new couch. It's great. It's wonderful. But it's and, not the same. Well, it's not the same. <laughs> and what killed me was, uh, uh, you know, the delivery guys like came, they delivered the new one and they took the old one out to the garbage and like, you know, th threw it by the bins and stuff like that. So I didn't have to take it up and down the elevator. Yeah. And then I was leaving um, to go, go somewhere. And I like looked in and saw my old couch, like sitting there all sad and like the garbage. And I was just like, Oh, you done good couch. Like, oh. like you can rest <laughs> now, which I have a big problem with like empathizing with inanimate object. Not a problem. It's, it's something I started as a joke and it's like, unfortunately caught on where I feel yeah. bad for, for objects that can't fulfill their purpose. It's Toy medicine. Story, baby. It's, it's <laughs> Toy Story. It's, it's a whole bunch of... It's Beauty and the Beast. Like, yeah. the lamps are alive. Um, so uh, this is me just being like, job well done, old couch. Uh, you've done us well. Uh, just uh, go, go gently into that light. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hero of the Week, Craig's old couch. Yeah, hell yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I guess that's been <laughs> it for us. Uh, you can find me at Rebecca Reads on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, all that kind of fun stuff. Um, uh, you can find me at uh, Craig Fay Comedy on uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter. And uh, if you want to check it out, um, uh, uh, CraigFay.com for show dates, which I, I should have some show dates coming up uh, end, end of this month. Uh, so so uh, keep a lookout for those. And, and uh, so next week, we're going to be doing our uh, Viewer's Choice uh, episode, which we will, it's going to be a surprise. It, it will either be Moana, The Proposal, or Iron Man 3, The People Will Decide. <laughs> anyway, uh, until then, this has been The Villain Was Right, reminding you to always have the veterinarian on speed dial. The Villain Was Right was produced by Andrew Riveny for the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as YouTube series, webcomics, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com. <laughs>